Morning, guys. Welcome to Tuesday Mana. Um, we've been working our way through 2 Corinthians 4. Um, we started at the very beginning and we're finishing up the first section. Really, chapter 4 of 2 Corinthians is broke, broken up into two sections. Um, the first one really talks about the light of the gospel and our job in that. And we're kind of finalizing that. And today, there's some amazing things that I want to share with you. So, so cool what got God does when we are faithful to do what he has called us to. Um, before we pray and before we really jump in, today we're going to read verses 5 and 6. And before we really jump in and pray, let's just read 2 Corinthians 4, 1 through 6 to get a refresher, and then we'll pray, and then we'll dive in. Here we go. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled only to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded their minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Here's new territory, verse 5. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord, with ourselves as your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Whew, powerful stuff. Remember, just one thing before we pray. 2 Corinthians 4, in verse in chapters 2 through 4, like 2 through 5 of 2 Corinthians, Paul is urging the Corinthians church to step alongside him in his gospel ministry. Now, a gospel ministry is something that all Christians are called to. We're all called to share the good news of the gospel. And we talked a lot about what that looks like. Really, our job is to point them to Jesus. And these last two verses just really summarize that in an amazing way. So before we dive in, let's pray and let's ask God to join this time. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you, God, and I thank you so much for your word, God, and your power, God, and your faithfulness. God, when we are faithful with little, you are faithful with much. And God, I thank you for the amazing truth that's in your gospel that does not need any elaboration from us, that does not need us to take anything away, God, but we just simply need to point people to Christ. God, point them to your love, point them to the gospel, God, and then you do your work. And I thank you for that. God, I pray that you'd bless this time as we're in your word. We pray these things in your name. And everyone said, amen. All right, verse five, okay? If we're looking at verse five, it says, for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. 
I love this. Summarize chapter, verse 5. It's not about you, right? We're not preaching our gospel. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about us. It's nothing about the words we say. When we present the gospel to others, it's about him. It's about Jesus, right? We don't proclaim ourselves, but we proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord, as our master, right? And we are his servants. Now, I think sometimes that word servant gets a bad, a bad, a bad, Sometimes we see it bad, right? Can't, I don't know where my brain went with that, but sometimes we see that word as a bad thing. That's because I think we see our history. We see some nasty things that were done to servants. But when you have a good master, they treat you well. And when you have a master like Jesus, he treats you as a son and daughter. Imagine how you treat your kids, right? So when we're servants to God, then it's never about the servant, right? It's all about the master. So our job, right, is to point people to our master who loves us as his own son and daughter. I love that. It says, for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord, because Christ did what no other man can do, lived a perfect life, and died a gruesome death for us. So we are now called to serve him and spread the gospel to those around us. We all have a circle of people that we influence. Those are the people that we share that love of Christ. Those are the people that see who we are, that see Jesus in us, that see something different, that through those hard times we have Jesus, we hold on, there's hope, and they want it. All we have to do is share it. Okay, so verse 5 really explains why it's not about us. Okay, actually verse 5 explains that it's not about us. Verse 6 explains why it's not about us. And it's so good, right? It says, For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Man, Paul had a way with words. I love how that sounds, right? So P Paul goes back and says, the God who said in the beginning, let there be light. He spoke light into existence with his very words, right? That God has shown that light in our hearts so that we might see, as Paul says it, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of, the, of Jesus Christ. So everything that has pointed us to Jesus, every Christian that has pointed us to Jesus, God has worked in that. He has shown his light in our hearts so that we may understand the truth, so that we may see the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. That's so powerful. It's not about us. So that frees us. When it's not about us, when we don't have to worry about it, when we are just pointing it to the master, that frees us from fear. Because all we have to do is to plant the seed, to spread the word, whatever metaphor you want to use, right? Bring people to the knowledge of the good news by pointing them to Jesus. Because when we do that, God is faithful and he waters that seed. He brings to light the gospel in their eyes. It's not about what we say. It's what about Jesus? It's, it's about 
what Jesus already did. That's so powerful. So, to summarize, real quickly, we're wrapping up this first portion of 2 Corinthians 4, right? The blessing of the gospel. When we do our part, God does his part, which is so much bigger than we can ever imagine. So much more miraculous, so amazing, right? And we do not lose heart because the gospel is an amazing thing. We do not tamper with God's word. We simply point people to Jesus and let God do the rest. So here's my challenge. Let the weight of that fear fall off today. Go spread the gospel with someone in your circle, someone that you know, someone that sees who you are, that sees Christ in you and wants it. Because when you plant that seed, God waters it. It might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but that seed's there. God will water it, then he will shine the light to show them the amazing gospel of Jesus Christ. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Thank you.